0: Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils post game show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Don't forget to leave a like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Totri, joined once again by my good friends Sean, Shane, guys. ASU falls short to the Wildcats a final score of 67 to 56 this was tough ASU led for the majority of the first half didn't trail at all in the first half to the Wildcats but ultimately falls short they went about seven minutes in the second half without a field goal what are your guys initial reactions
2: uh, we've 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 done this we've done this before you know lots of hope to start the game and just falling flat the, the if you could really encompass Arizona State's season into one player it would be DJ Horn starting off super strong in most games you know five for six from the three point line at the beginning in the first half and then virtually a non factor in the second half it's just bizarre how they go away from things that work um, you're still getting weird shot selections. Uh, But overall, this isn't something to be sad about. I mean, it hurts because this team lost, obviously, but it's not the worst. It's not a bad loss. Definitely not a bad loss.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you like obviously it sucks and like with the way the game ended, it's painful. But like I go back to the conversations we had yesterday. I don't none of us expected this game to go like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, you and you and I. Well, Shane (laughs) is the exception. But how seriously can you take Shane's opinion? Because he still believes in I'm sure we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. But Um, like Totri and I didn't think this game was going to be anywhere close. I have we both had this as at least 20 point wins, the spread was even worse than we had predicted it to be. Um, and they, this, they were in this game for the majority of it, even down to like the last couple of minutes. It was a 12-point lead, and then they hit a three, and I was like, hey, it was only nine points, and I'm like, oh, maybe something can happen. like. This is the kind of games where like, ASU obviously is not in the same league as U of A this year, but yes. when you when it comes to a rivalry like this, you want them to be compete and you want the game to be close, and that's exactly what they did. So, I it like I said, it hurts, but. It was better than I expected, and it gave me hope, I guess, even if
0: false hope. Yeah, 100%. Before we get into the, the specifics of the game itself, I want to touch on the big thing that stood out to me. We can get on your guys' big uh, big takeaways and what stood out to you. But for me, this is growth, right? Obviously, like you said, Sean, you want to see this rivalry as close as possible. But I think something that gets thrown out of it is the fact that you have a – the number three team in the country. Like, ASU owned, I would say, the pace of this game in the first half. Defensively, they played lights out. Shane, you tweeted it. The narrative is probably going to be, oh, Arizona couldn't buy a bucket. In reality, if you go back and watch the game, ASU played defensively really, really well. Specifically, Jalen Graham in the paint compared to just the guys that the Wildcats have. Like, from a size perspective, ASU played really really well and you go back to to monday's game against usc right where they were able to put together that super solid 12 minutes at the start of the game but then fell Mm. short in terms of growth they played a full half of really good basketball and were tied with the number three team in the nation ultimately they weren't able to get it done but i mean it it, like you said it can't be the narrative of oh arizona just was playing bad on offense
2: no, and yeah they they were missing some pretty good looks at three earlier in the in that first half and before they got one to fall in the second half. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I mean that's a part of the game is is you have to adjust to making shots and and I was thinking about this, what was it about five minutes to go in the first half? U of a is down. Three points and they only have two field goals shooting two of 13. If ASU starts two of 13, they're nowhere near what U of A is. Because U of A is a good basketball team that knows how to adjust. And what they did was get to the free-throw line. And Saul, you did say they needed to slow it down. And they did. And that's why ASU was able to stay in it for sure. And to your credit, congratulations. Uh, I'm glad you're giving yourself flowers on our show. But the reason why I didn't didn't expect that to work is because I've never seen the ASU offense work when they're in sets, and it was working tonight. They were they, they were forcing action. They were you know getting to the paint and kicking out the shooters, and they were hitting their threes, which you know always always helps. You. But for the most part, I thought the offense looked pretty good. Still, some questionable shots, but it, 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 it trending up. I mean, they, they they showed heart and they were competitive. That's all you can really ask for in a game like this.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean. I also I'm also keep reminding myself like obviously like I said this game sucks but I'm looking for positives this this it, this was this game was in Tucson like think yeah. about how this, how differently this game goes if this is in as at DFA right I mean and, and like like I had mentioned in previous games like or on previous shows maybe that them being around a crowd like this they feed off of that and it's, it's exactly what it seemed like they did they were they were hustling they they were clearly outsized but kept the rebound numbers at least close like they they played like inspired basketball they played like which they always do but they actually turned that into production which was really nice to see and something like we hadn't seen really at all outside of those 12 minutes against USC so I mean in terms of when this rivalry comes comes to Tempe I'm very excited for what this what I got out of this game yeah
2: I do want to bring something up before I just need to get this off my chest I've been fired up about it since it happened I texted you guys the CBS broadcaster Totre you you weren't able to hear this but I I just thought this was ridiculous U of A banks in a three um which ended up being you know like the oh that that that, that's a turning point he called it a dagger he said this is the dagger in the game with six minutes to go. And to me, that is just so fucking disrespectful. I thought that was just ridiculous that he would say that I hated it. And that's kind of what this, like everyone out from the outside looking in thinks about this team. Um, and yeah, it turned out to be a really big three. I mean, it, you know, if, if you would have said, Oh, that's a, that's that, that's a heartbreaker. That, 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 that sucks that, you know, sure. 100%, but it, don't call it a dagger with six minutes to go. You're saying this ASU team who had fought the entire game has no chance to get back into the game. It's just ridiculous. I, I, I can't do that
0: yeah it, it goes along with the the message that this was Arizona falling short as opposed to ASU showing up today exactly. which I think is going to be a lot of the takeaway um, but in reality again like we have seen this team grow just over the course of the last few games again I can't I can't stress enough just the difference from from Monday to Saturday the performance that you saw especially right out of the gate. Right. ASU played great defensively against USC for the first twelve minutes, struggled for the rest of the game, specifically on offense. Here, I feel like it was a complete turnaround. On top of the great defense that they started out with, they were able to get those buckets to fall. You mentioned DJ Horn earlier. Horn knocked down five three pointers in the first half. And like he was he was just hot, man. Everything was sinking for him. Now it would have helped and Jackson would have been able to to hit a couple of his shots or not turn the ball over in some key moments, but and that's where I kind of want to go next is imagine what this game would have been if and Jackson would have played the way that he played against USC. We're talking about a very different game here this afternoon, if that's the case.
2: Yeah, I said it. Uh, the, this team needs a guy like DJ underscore 20, and he finished with 17, by the way, after having 15 in the first half. Um, they they need DJ underscore 20 plus, and they need another guy to be uh, in uh, uh, around that range. And they just didn't have that. Jalen Graham was the closest thing to that tonight. Um, that ju- that jump shot is. It, it's not a fluke. It's pure. Uh, that, that jump shot, yeah. or that's whoa. The, the hook, not the jump shot. <laughs> excuse me.
1: Watch yourself.
2: The hook. The hook shot is pure. The jump shot needs some work, and the, we don't need Jalen Graham jump shots early in the shot clock. The game.
0: 100%. Do we have the uh, Bobby Hurley mood board available? Yeah, we'll I feel like on. this is. Go ahead and throw that
2: up. It's a, a
0: great time to just get your guys' initial, initial reactions. The fans heckling Bobby a ton here at the McHale Center. Shane, let's start with you. Where are you at on this movie board?
2: I'm in between a 7 and a 2. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm a, a little hard. happy, but I'm also like... Mm.
1: I'm a hard 2 on this one. I'm just, like, kissing my teeth. I, like, I don't know what to... Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. You look at it, and it's like, yeah, ASU hung in this, and it was a really good performance, but at the end of the day, we lost to U of A, and it's, it's hard to be be all that happy about that. Yeah,
0: 100%. I'm feeling at an 8, to be honest, and you just... That, that's me looking up at the scoreboard and looking at the numbers post game. Like, it's just like, what could have been? Right? Because this team, it, 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 the false hope is annoying. Like you've said so much, Sean. I feel like this team is just really keen on playing with signable fans' emotions, specifically yours. They love to do it. Um, but it's just, there was a lot left out on the court, I feel like. You know what I mean? And that's the last thing that you want. In a game like this, in a rivalry, up against a number three team in the country, like you don't want to leave here today with the fact in your head of like what could have been, right? It needs to be every game. That's that. We left it all on the court. Start one the thing, st- go on. ahead. No, one good. thing I want to get into before um, we move on to really like the next section is just for another game, the free throws proved to be so so pivotal against ASU. I don't have the numbers pulled up exactly, but I know the margin is just absolutely ridiculous. Like I think uh, the they first shot thirty
2: two, like, ASU shot fifteen.
0: Like and how many how many did U of A make in comparison to twenty six
2: of thirty-two, eight of fifteen for ASU.
0: Like yeah. you just you just can't have that. Like especially when you're playing as well as ASU did defensively. That, that totally allows them to hang in the game, which is exactly what the Wildcats
2: did. Yeah, and it wasn't yeah. a result of of you know ticky text I mean, they're calling it uh, tight, but as you call a rivalry game, like you you either call it tight or you call it super loose. There's no really in between. Yeah. Um, so you have to adjust to that. ASU still has some dumb fouls early. I mean, I, I knew this team was going to be in big trouble in the second half when they had four fouls in the first six minutes of the second half, like. You just can't get into foul trouble against a team that forces action like U of A does, and they did. And that was kind of the end of it. I mean, as I said, in the first half, they couldn't get anything to fall, so they got to the free throw line 20-something times. That's how it is. Yeah, Yeah. I mean,
1: that's kind of what happens, what I kind of expected to happen with a team that has such a size advantage over us. Yeah. Like, they, they were obviously... It's it's going to be hard to stop someone like Coloco. Um I think Enoch. Like I had mentioned it on the show yesterday, that he was going to be important. I like thought he great. played pretty yeah. well defensively. He had two big blocks. Like I think he did the best he could when he was playing the best defensive player in the entire conference. Um, and so, like, it, it, especially for his, for his growth specifically, I think there's a lot to be like a, a lot to be happy with, a lot to uh, be hopeful for, but. Yeah, I mean, like Shane said, this wasn't this wasn't. I don't think this wasn't the Stanford game where like we were just like the, the fouls were just ridiculous. I think this was just a matter of of U of A adjusting, and this is how they were gonna have to produce points because they weren't shooting threes, uh, and we we missed too many opportunities at the line. Like ASU did not. We I, as Shane texted at one point. Head. Yeah, yeah. Shane texted at one point during the game. Need both. He made neither. Like. It just, you. It's Shane has mentioned it multiple times. When you're an ASU team that is struggling like this, playing the best team in the country, one of the best teams in the country, you have to play mistake-free basketball, and they didn't do that. It's just the fact that it was this close. Even with that, is I don't, I don't know. It's that's why I'm just kind of sitting here. I was a number two, just kissing my teeth. I, yeah, it wasn't, and it
2: wasn't um, like. To beat a U of A team that plays incredible like they should, like they didn't. The, uh, I, and when, when we said earlier that the narrative shouldn't be U of A was off, like U of A was off. Like that's not. Yeah. Like, but but it was off mainly because of the defense there are games that U of A plays where they don't they don't they, they, it's almost like a perfect game and ASU would have to play a perfect game to beat this team sometimes tonight they didn't have to play a perfect game to win and they need to capitalize on those opportunities and they didn't unfortunately um, today I keep saying tonight it's 3 o'clock on a Saturday <laughs> just a weird time for a game what a weird game for a weird time huh yeah oh, 100%. I just no it's just I
1: mean I think you saw in the second half just the difference between the great teams and the bad teams U of A adjusted. They stopped the one thing that was killing them in DJ Horn, and U of A, ASU did not. They U, DJ Horn got shut down and they had no answer
2: to that. Like but they did they shut have... him down, though? He, he just. I mean, he, it, he, he, he wasn't, but he, but there, he disappeared. There they didn't really change much. I mean, he didn't take as many shots. Uh, I'll pull up his uh, three point numbers in the second half, but he, he just didn't make any. Uh, he finished, he, he missed his, his last six threes. Like, and, and they were good looks. He wasn't chucking anything up. He was getting good looks.
1: I suppose, but, like, regardless, if if DJ Horn is not going to be making his shots, you need to get offense from somewhere else, and they weren't really able to do that. Yeah. And so, but that's been, I think. That's, go ahead. No, go ahead, Toshi. No, I just, it's just the it's just the difference. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's been a case for the last couple, the couple games. Shane, you touched on it earlier. DJ Horn really capable of putting this team on his back in the first half, but there is something about halftime where he comes back out in the second half and he's just, he's not there. He disappears. And this isn't like a new thing for him. It's like consistent. Like he is consistently bad at putting the ball in the basket in the second half. And Shane, it's like you said, he wasn't like chucking up like mm-hmm. bad looks. Like the majority of these looks were either uncontested or a guy just a couple feet out. So like, and he those are the shots he was hitting in the first
2: half. Right. I so, I need more Jay Heath looks. Yeah, I need more exactly. plays run for Jay Heath because not only can he stroke the ball when he's feeling when he's hot, like he 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 can get really hot. We've seen it in the Oregon game. Uh, we saw it a couple games ago. But he can also get to the rim, and that's something ASC yeah. completely lacks. Uh, Marion tries, but he's a little undersized. Uh, Jay Heath got some beef, man. He does. He really does. And he can finish at the rim with the best of them in the NCAA. I mean, his in-air adjustments and, uh, as I mentioned, his strength, it's its unlike anything on this ASU team. He's really underutilized, I feel like. Um, and Alonzo yeah. Gaffney, I don't think, attempted a shot tonight as well, which is a little strange. <laughs> Mask you know, me? Fouled out. Yeah. Alonzo Mask me. Well, that was rough, too. They got in some big foul
0: trouble early. A lot Dude. of their, their guys in the paint. And it just –
2: just, just bad, literally man. big foul just, trouble. Three bigs uh, combined for seven fouls in the first like 18 minutes of the game. Just you can't have that. You just can't when you're playing no, Colo I, and Ballo. You just can't. Yeah.
0: And I think that falls on coaching. I, I want to say that that part Ooh. specifically. May, maybe I, I get the energy and the emotion at the start of the game when a lot of those fouls were picked up. But there's got to be a point where like you talk during the week of like, hey, you are going to be outmatched, outsized, and outstrength in the paint. You have got to be more aware.
2: Yeah, but um, but but, yeah. but but U of A forces the action. I mean you we saw Enoch multiple times try to stay away and put his hands up and Klo wasn't having it. He wanted contact.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. I think you he he, he, he Coloco is just so dominant that, like, you didn't have much of a choice other than to get physical with him. And then I think I saw when Enoch came into the the game in the second half after he was in a little bit of follow trouble, he would stand there right with his hands up, and Coloco would just go by him. Like, it, 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 I don't know. It's just the product of being undersized. Like, that was a thought I had during the game. It's just like, I was watching this and I was just like, okay, ASU needs to go find someone that's seven feet tall. And I don't know who it's going to be. Just go find someone that's Mm -hmm. huge. Because we just don't – they just don't have the size to compete with with the front court, that is. And, like, Tabellis did not – like, Mike Luke tweeted it out multiple times. Tabellis did not look great, and he's no, like a he big looked, part of their terrible. front court. And so, yeah. like, even when half of their, their front court is not performing, they still have Coloco. So, like, yeah. ASU
2: needs size that they just didn't have. Yeah. And they're not going to have to been, play Arizona every game. So, that's a good sign. Yeah, that's true, too.
0: That's been their thing, though, over the course of the last – what handful of years like from a size perspective they've been guard you so they haven't had to worry about these seven footers because they're running in transition but like just watching Coloco out here like today he is massive like it's one thing to watch him on tv this guy's lit like I'm pretty sure if I stood side by side I would be to his waist like that's how long his legs are, man. You're his saying legs are massive.
2: You're saying his, his legs, his his feet to his hip are five foot what, eleven? That's
0: right? that's that's the way they look, man. That's the way
2: <laughs> they look. look. <laughs> Can enormous. I address something? Okay. Oh, this a uh, typical Tucson resident is in our chat, doing U of A chance after beating ASU in the last six minutes of a game. Who has won like six games this year? Get the hell out of here, Gabriel. You should be embarrassed. AS who AS just came into fucking McHale and almost beat your ass. That's serious. and
1: covered and covered. Yeah, and and covered. covered on
2: the DraftKings sportsbook app, America's top-rated fucking sportsbook app, baby. Yeah.
1: Download baby. it today.
2: Use that promo code PHNX. Get just bet just five dollars on any AFC or NFC championship money line. Get two hundred eight dollars in free bets if your team that you bet on wins. I think the only money line worth taking would be the Chiefs. But I know you guys have other thoughts on that. Um, Um, Has anything switched since the last couple days?
0: Give me the Bengals. I'm riding with the Chiefs. Bengals plus seven, Rams minus three and a half. Feed it to me every single day and every single hour for the next 24. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Just I mean we're gonna talk about it on Monday. So there's Bengals a great so
2: him. to to inform you a little bit, you can actually head over to the PHNX sports Instagram page, click on the Instagram story, and there's a really good informational piece this guy does explaining why the hell the Bengals aren't gonna cover. Um he's also really cute, tall, handsome. Um so go ahead and I don't remember that. I don't remember making a video. <laughs>
0: Listen, wait, real
2: quick. No, about- no, no, no. We can't get into this yet. We can't. <laughs> no, this has to be the end of the show. That's 21 plus Arizona only game. Well, first of all, PHNX, use that promo code when you sign up. Um, get $5, bet $5. get $280 in free bets at the money line that you bet on. Wins this week, uh, NFL weekend championship rounds. That's 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem called 100 Next Step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook for more details. Sean is not the best host or not the, not the most attractive host. He's not the hottest host. Yes, I am. Yeah, maybe you are. I think you're I the cutest. I wouldn't say hottest. Yeah. No, I think I'm the cute. No, that, does, a, that doesn't fit. I that cutest. doesn't fit. Right, do we want to pull up the numbers?
0: <laughs> do we have numbers? Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Oh, these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> he, thought by the, he
2: thought numbers. I thought
0: you stats had like, a explaining who's cuter. Uh, yeah, 100%. I'm like, <laughs> I win this easy. But no, let, I mean, let's get straight to it. And these are the numbers for the game. Um, they'd be very different if you just looked at the first half. But somehow, ASU shot only 1% better than the Wildcats from the field after just completely outshooting them in the first half. Three-point percentages, ASU at 38.1, U of A at 13. U of A out-rebounding the Sun Devils 46-41. The assist number is pretty similar, and then ASU ultimately committing five more turnovers than U of A. The big number that jumps out to me right there has got to be the, the three-point percentage,
2: right? Like, Well, the three-point percentage is so misleading, though, if you think about it. They made eight tonight to get to that 38% clip. And five of those were DJ horns. Uh, one of those uh, when we pulled up and one of those was Mar- Marion Jackson at the end of the game, which didn't yeah. matter. And two of those were Jay Heath's one coming near the end of the game as well. Yeah, Like they didn't shoot well from three. I don't think no, that I'm number talking, is misleading, but I'm yeah, the 13%. Yeah, 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 for 100%. sure. I think the number that stands out to me the most is the 17 turnovers because 11 of them in the first half, which is bad. A lot of them unforced, a lot of weird ones, yeah. DJ horn, yeah. like walking out of bounds, basically a lot of times just losing the ball um on a rebound and but they only had six in the second half so they figured it out they adjusted to something at least
0: yeah so where did they go like we, we've talked home. about it of um, <laughs> yo you guys are home i gotta drive all the way back <laughs> um i, I just want to get your guys's take on something we've talked about like for the last couple games of okay you know this was, a, this was a bright spot, but they fell short here. And it's, again, the same narrative that we've seen for ASU just the last couple games and really the season as a whole. So from this game specifically, what are you taking and bringing it to the next game for ASU?
2: Okay, stop me if I sound like a broken record, which I probably do. But, guys, they don't need wins. They don't need stats. The resume doesn't matter at this point. This is a positive sign. You weren't expecting a win at McHale uh and the players hate this for sure because once again they started off well they had a chance to win it and they just couldn't but mainly U of A took it away they didn't give it away yeah uh and so there's a lot of positives to take from this game I think you find out a lot more about your rotation now they've now stuck with the same starting lineup for I think four games in a row uh and I like it I like going big I need more from Kamani uh not only uh on offense but also just you you saw the dunk that like at the end of the first half where U of A was trying to start a run and a huge steal and dunk by Kamani really got stuff going like that type of stuff needs to happen more it doesn't have to be a dunk always just more leadership so I think you have your rotation now you know you're going to win games with defense you held the best scoring offense in the nation or one of the best now because of the UCLA performance in the nation to under 70 points at 67 like there are positives, and so we'll, we'll, I think more than anything, they're finding out their identity.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, finally, <laughs> ASU. Like, look at who they have played. They played Stanford, who just beat USC, USC, and then you or then AS or U of A. Three of the top four teams in the conference, and they like obviously the Stanford game was the fouls ridiculous, but like they have shown that they're capable of playing good basketball against really good teams. And then they the last like bad team that they played, they won. They they beat. So like like Shane said, they're not playing these teams every game. Like we're going to get past this just absolute hell stretch of a game and we're going to play oppo- they're going to play opponents that they can beat. And I expect them to do that. The only thing I'm concerned about is them playing down to their opponents, which I don't think Bobby is going to let them do. I don't no, think I that's don't the think kind of thing I think I think they just struggled at the beginning of the season. They've started to figure things out, but just happen. It's just so happened to be at a time where they're playing the worst, the, the hardest opponents they have in the conference. So I, I think there's a lot to be hopeful for. They show that they're able to pl- like. They show that they're able to play well when slowing down the pace today, which I think mm-hmm. is 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 very like hope inspiring. I guess um, they showed that they're able to hang with the. One of the best teams of the country, like, there's a lot to be hopeful for. It's just once they start putting things together, like, they they didn't have a good performance from Marion. If Marion and uh DJ Horn can put together good performances at the same time, I, I think there's a lot to be hopeful for. In terms this of this team,
2: this this oh, team yeah, deserves fans. This team deserves yeah. 100 oh, yeah, on Thursday, um, USC 9 p.m. This team deserves to the a fan base to be at this game and to be loud. Uh, and I, 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 they can win that game for yeah. sure. They can oh, beat 100%. USC. USC is a little bit fraudulent, and they showed that they can beat them for stretches. So I'm excited for that game on Thursday.
0: Yeah, yeah. it should be good. I mean, they, if, if you're looking at just what happened over the course, just how much this team has grown in five, six days from that USC game and just mm-hmm. that tip, like I went from being not very – not very optimistic that ASU would hang around in the USC game or that they would even hang around in this game. Um, But after watching just the way they started against USC and the way they played a full first half of basketball um, against the number three team in the country, like their that, that USC game is a hundred percent winnable. And you win a game like that in Tempe during this stretch where you've got U of A again, you're going to have UCLA. Then you got Washington after that. Like, that win is going to be what jump-starts, hopefully, something really inspiring into the Pac-12 tournament.
2: So much, so many games left. There's so and many games also, left.
1: They've been on the road for the last three games, and they've mm-hmm. been in every single one of the games. Like, there's, it's. Wait until they get they get to DFA, especially for that Arizona game when they they're gonna have a crowd. Because again, people always show up for this Mm -hmm. rivalry. Like Shane said, they should show up for this USC game. Like if they're if the Sun Devils are at home with a loud crowd after they've hung in these games on the road. ASU was clearly capable of, of winning these games. And I'm not going to lie. Like, at a point during this game, I was like, if if ASU wins this game, they're going to get embarrassed at home. Like, I don't think U of A is the kind of team that's going to lose twice to ASU. And I think, it, like, but now that ASU lost this game, I think the potential for ASU to be like, look what we just did in McHale. What can we do in DFA? Yeah. I think... ASU comes home and they have they have a chance of, of doing a very similar performance, but actually winning. Totri,
2: uh, so, how loud was it in the arena after Kirk Carissa hit that three? It like that was, it. must have felt so good. That was it a Marion-esque slump he was having. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like it was. <laughs> you I know mean, what's unfair? Why what? does he get his fir- first name on the back of his jersey? Huh? I know he's from Estonia, but that's that should be illegal. Listen, man, you're
0: gonna have to ask him that. Okay, like I have no idea personally.
2: Give me these okay. answers, Totri Why well, are you even listen, there?
0: Listen, I'll ask. We'll, we'll ask Bobby when we get to talk to him next, <laughs> which is hopefully very, very, very soon. Uh-huh. Um, before we we wrap things up, there was other big news aside from the ASU U of A basketball game that so rudely interrupted the Sun Devils' yeah. possible possible so, victory. So mean
2: that he did that. Like, it was very rude. Florida that, man. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, a Florida man decided that he may or may not at this point want to retire from the National Football League.
2: I, dude, there's no way he
1: retires. There no... This was the most non-news news ever. I it's know. like everyone's like, he's retiring, and it's like, hot, just kidding, maybe not. <laughs>
2: Dude, like, even when it was like, like Adam Schefter, like that's like the end all be all usually. Like when he reports stuff, you're like, okay, this is happening. Even when I thought, like, saw that, I'm like, no, he said 45. He's coming back. He didn't win a Super Bowl, this year. he's coming back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this, and also this seems so like Tom Brady and the near the end of his career has been such a troll. This seems like so, like, A, either he is just trolling about this retirement because this, like, this, the, him re- retiring this way seems so un Brady esque. Like, I expect oh, yeah. some, triumphant video and like him kissing his kids on the lips and like all of this stuff. I don't expect it to be leaked by Adam Schefter. So I like, (laughs) it seems very odd. I can't
2: believe for 20 plus years, we've let this man get away with winning seven Super Bowls and kissing his child on the lips on national television. He's just that good. He's just that good. He can do that.
0: (laughs) I guess so. Um, I can't, I can't. I want to see a video of him riding a goat in the Gillette Stadium mm. go back to go back to New England for one season let Mac Jones ride the bench cuz that's what he deserves he's an overrated quarterback wow. give me Brady one more time although wow. i hate Tom Brady i hate Tom Brady
1: Wow, who did you well, just say is an overrated quarterback Mac Jones oh okay he's an no, overrated right. quarterback <laughs> no you're right you're right you're right i thought you said Tom Brady was an overrated quarterback and i was like hold no. on now Got Tom Brady is
0: single-handedly—he's sing, too much dip on the dip—is single-handedly the reason the Chargers haven't won a Super Bowl yet.
1: Single-handedly, I mean, you're talking—you're talking to a Bills fan, so.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, you, me, you had I to know. deal with him twice a year. That's pretty bad, too. He owned that division uh, for a long, long, long time.
1: That's yeah, correct. I just—I before I forget, I want to shout out Jade Lavelle. She uh hit her. She scored her thousandth point the other night. She's um, so
2: good. Just an absolute, absolute ball. Not enough uh, to get past the number two team in the nation, but nope. they're still they're, they're fun to watch, man. Yeah. They
0: lost by what twenty? A little more than twenty.
2: Yeah. Rough. That's Rough. Stanford women's basketball for you, though. They're just an mm-hmm. absolute. Don't talk about a wagon. They're just <laughs> unbelievable.
0: Hey, there's more games to be played.
2: And there's right. also. More things to be sung. We haven't done this yet. Why don't we pull up oh. our lyric of the game for tonight? Uh, I wanted to go a little more sad than this, but it is still a little bit sad. This comes from one of my favorite artists, Daniel Caesar. Mixing some pain and some passion, nothing is ever enough. And that's, that's what I okay. feel like because this team, it's always, you know, like I, I'm i so – I'm t- way—I'm in way too deep. I'm just in way too deep with my, my love for this team. Like I will never give up. Like the hope, and I until that last buzzer goes off in the Pac-12 tournament, um, it, it just won't go away. And it's there's a lot of passion, but with that, I always know there's going to be pain when I'm watching the game. And I had a little bit of pain, obviously when they lost tonight, but also when my boy Marion went down. I was scared for a second. He got assaulted on the ground. Assaulted.
0: Grabbed his knee too. That didn't yeah. look good. That, that didn't look good for the first couple seconds of that. Not at all.
1: Glad he's okay. I, I will say that is a a great lyric um, because this this result hurt, but it only hurt because I I like it. The the hope was so strong. Mm-hmm. Like I I at no point in watching I, I don't think at any point in watching an ASU sporting event like football or basketball I have ever been as like oh my god this is like oh my god we might do this like mm-hmm. we we had a they, they had a chance of upsetting. U of A like yeah, I it, it,
2: totally reminded it me of the time. Kansas games 100% yeah yeah
1: they they really did
0: like it, again the final score is going to be what it is the second half is going to be what it is but if you watch the game all the way through you know ASU 100% cha- 100% had a chance to win
2: this game and a good one at the, La- a- yeah last thing that. I want to touch on uh, about this game Totri you're obviously there atmosphere wise how loud was it what did you think about that and then compare it to DFA
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think it, it it compares to DFA. They have running water. Uh, they do from, from my knowledge, working they electricity. do have running water. Yeah, every everything seems to be working. The lights, the lights did go on. off for a second behind me. Uh, but overall from an atmosphere perspective, obviously it was killer to start things it's a great out. Place. But U of A just the way they shot and then the way ASU was able to slow the pace down, play well defensively, like they were really able to shut things down like from a crowd perspective, it really wasn't until they hit the first three in the second half to where this place actually felt like it was the home of the number three team in the country. Mm -hmm. Like it it didn't at all until they had sunk that first three. Then every three onward, it was like, uh, okay. And then the student section got into it, heckled Bobby for the solid eight, nine minutes of the second half. Of Um, And then, I mean, from that point, once the crowd got into it, it was going to be tough for ASU to come back. So I definitely think it played a role, uh, especially in the second half. But the Sun Devils did a great job in the first half of just, again, controlling the pace and really taking the crowd out of it.
2: It's weird. A team like this, you almost think, wouldn't be able to perform under pressure. And it seems like they play better in hostile environments, as of late at least. I know the UFC game wasn't a full-capacity crowd, but there were fans there. Uh, they played well in that first half. I mean, the Oregon game was a full capacity crowd, very hostile. Gutsy yeah. win in overtime. Like, they 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 can do that. They just need to get themselves into those positions, and yeah. uh, I'm yeah. sure we'll see more of those in this long stretch of hell that ASU is on right now. Yeah, I mean, they are the Sun you
1: saw you saw uh, Marion against USC and and DJ tonight. Like they clearly enjoy kind of being the enemy a little bit. Like they they were chirping at the crowd a little bit. Um, they they clearly fed off of that energy. So that's why people need to show up to DFA. I'm
2: telling yeah. you, bro, it makes me so mad. I just I've talked about this so much, but be better, Arizona State basketball fans. Just be better. Um, the ninety two crew does a great job, um, and you should as well. And show up. And be loud, uh, Toto. What do you got going on at gophnx.com in the next couple of days, or in the last couple of days? Last
0: couple of days, we got a great piece on kind of the, the drama that unfolded with ASU football, um, the coaching changes, the offensive coordinator out, um, the maybe the meeting behind the Brian Billick hire. And actually, you could go check out that article while it's still free. So you should definitely Ooh. go do that before that changes. Um, and then, obviously, we're going to have some baseball stuff. We had the very first baseball media availability with the first baseball practice happening yesterday. We should have an article Willie Bloom. Yeah, we, we got a lot of great stuff at PHNX, and that doesn't even include all the, the great gear that we've got in the locker. So I mean, it's, it's 20% off
2: Sunshirts, right? Yep. If you're a member, though, and to get a membership, you can get your first month for just 50 cents, or you can get an annual membership for just under 60 bucks to get a free T-shirt with that. Um, did you get any food when you were down there?
0: I didn't, but... I'm looking for a place post game for sure. Any any options?
2: Leo wants you to bring her back kimchi time. Kimchi time.
0: Uh, my, my, my crystals are telling me no. The crystals, the crystals, the, the stars crystals, aren't aligning.
2: Um, they are vibes, Frog and Furkin has a killer salad, and okay. a bunch of other good things. Um, they just kind of have everything. Uh, no anchovies. McDonald's fantastic. has really good fries. Oh, McDonald's. McDonald's. Well, Tucson Delicacy. Wait, wait, McDonald's. wait. wait. Real quick, favorite fast food French fry. Wendy's.
1: Yeah. Oh no, no, no! Take it back, Arby's. Arby's curly fries. Arby's curly fries, 100%. Goated. Goated. There you go.
2: Okay, I'm. Mine's controversial, but well done. In and out French fries.
0: Oh my God! You like because everyone complains
2: trash. about them being soggy, but if you get them well they're done, trash. they're perfect. Nah, you no, like it. cardboard. Yeah, no, they're no, you like trash, gonna punch Eddie. you in the throat when you get back.
0: <laughs> Promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> oh, all right. Anything else? Uh, I, I uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> ASU hockey. ASU men's hockey. Minnesota State five oh seven tonight. Win or they don't make the tournament. Basically, uh, it's a massive game. Obviously, it's in Minnesota State, so it's not like you can support yeah. them, but like watch the game. It's Good. it's it's a huge it's a huge game. I mean, you might you can make it to Minnesota State in two hours, maybe. Um, no, you couldn't. No, you can't. But um, it's a it's a it's a massive game. So I'm definitely yeah. going to be keeping tabs on that.
0: Hundred percent up against the number one team uh, in the nation, guys. Where can the peeps follow you on social media?
2: Oh, you know, it's just right below me. Just, yeah. Okay, Sean. Sean underscore to pause. You only get one light skin face per show. You've already exhausted. I get as yours. many light skin faces as I you want. You can follow me on Twitter at Shane Beef. Oh
1: man, guys, show is off beef. the rails. You can follow me with at- beef.
0: At Anthony underscore tree. You can follow the show on social media at phnx underscore Sun Devils. Thank you guys again so much for tuning into this post game show, and we're going to have plenty more to come coming next week.